very much, my dear listener, for choosing our station. This is a new life program coming to you from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangi. Today we'll be having a Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. The story is about Jesus' promises, the Holy Spirit. Thereafter, we'll have Pastor Lee Kimani talk about the potter's hand, and that is during the Bible segment. To start off, here's a song Mambo Yakale by Mathare North Church Choir. Mungu ni mwema 
time to welcome the Bible in Living Sound to share with us. Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. Little children, yet a little while remain I with you. Ye shall seek me, but whither I go, ye cannot come. I fear, Master, what will become of us without thee to help and guide us? Oh Lord, thou art dearer to us than life itself. Thou art our beloved teacher and friend. We, we look to thee for comfort in sorrows and disappointments. Dark are our prospects without thee. We will be a lonely, dependent company with thee gone, Master. Let not your hearts be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go ye know, and the way ye know. I think I see hope in what the Savior just said. Did you say something, John? Oh, just thinking. There is hope in what Jesus just said. He, he goeth away, but it is not final separation. He, He's coming again to take us with him. He's going somewhere to build mansions. For us, he said. Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth ye know him, and have seen him. Lord, show us the Father, and it will satisfy us. Have I been so long with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? How sayest thou then, show us the Father? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. How can such a thing be, Lord? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he also do, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Thou art giving unto us all power, Lord? Whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son, if ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. God loves us that much. God is love. Whithersoever thou goest, Lord, why cannot I follow thee? I will follow thee even though all others forsake thee. Wilt thou lay down thy life for my sake? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow twice till thou hast denied me thrice. No, no, Lord. I would die for thee. Ye must love me, manifest my spirit, and work my works. If ye love me, ye will keep my commandments. Oh, Master, do not leave us alone. We need thee. We need thy help, thy advice, and above all, Lord Jesus, 
We need thy comfort in times of trouble and distress. I will not leave thee comfortless. I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you orphans, I will come to you. We, we fail to understand thy words. The Father shall send us another Comforter. The Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. When the Spirit of Truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. He will show you things to come. A little while, and ye shall not see me. And again a little while, and ye shall see me. Because I go to the Father. Ye shall be sorrowful, but your sorrow shall be turned into joy. John, do you understand what he means? When he says, a little while ye shall see me, a little while ye shall not see me, it is... It's all quite confusing. Verily, verily, I say unto you that ye shall weep and lament, but the world shall rejoice. Oh, Master, we cannot know what thou sayest. I will speak plainly. Ye shall now have sorrow, for I go to my Father. But I will come again, then shall ye see me, and your heart shall rejoice with a joy no man can take from you. Therefore I say, ye shall be sorrowful, but your sorrow shall be turned into joy. I begin to understand. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. I hope that you've indeed enjoyed that story from the Bible in Living Sound. Remember to send us your views, comments, or questions about the program. Write to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 4276-00-100, Kenya or email us through awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. Let us now listen to Mathari North Choir with the song Niwapi. Let's 
Vitani vita vita vinu vya upuzi Vigeni vita vita vya kiroho Wekeni kandoto fauti zenu Yesu achukue na pasindani yenu Vigeni vita vya kiroho Vigeni vita vita vinu vya upuzi Vigeni vita vita vya kiroho Wekeni kandoto fauti zenu Yesu achukue na pasindani yenu Vigeni vita vya kiroho Radio, the voice of hope. I hope they're enjoying the show from wherever you are. It is now time for the Bible segment. Join me as I welcome Pastor. How are you, my friend? It is my prayer today that God has been very faithful and gracious to you and that his grace has met you at your point of need. I would like to invite you one more day to come and walk with me through another experience. I have found out that God sometimes uses very strange, peculiar, and sometimes unorthodox methods to reveal his redemptive purposes to us. I don't know about you, but there are many times in my lives that I've felt broken, I've felt empty, I've felt isolated, I've felt separated from God. I have sometimes uh, walked away from my family and I have uh, felt that sometimes they have not forgiven me for some wrongs that I may have committed to them. 
And I've longed for those periods of time that somebody would forgive and truly give me a new beginning. We are taught by scripture that it is because of God's redemptive plan that he saves those who are lost, reclaims those who are rejected, lifts those who are fallen, and strengthens those who are weak. It is because of God's redemptive process that we can say that God loves the unlovable, he accepts those who are unacceptable, washes us when we are dirty, clothes us when we are naked, feeds us when we are hungry, and when all seems lost and there seems no way to survive, we can say with assurance that our God makes a way out of no way. That is the redemptive purpose of God. And today I would like to share with you from a passage in, uh, in the book of Jeremiah. Today we shall talk about the handiwork of the porter and his redemptive power. You see, God's redemptive purpose is illustrated in the life of Jeremiah. I want to read for you Jeremiah chapter 18, beginning with verse 1 to 6. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Go down to the potter's house, and there I will give you my message. So I went down to the potter's house, and I saw him working at the wheel. But the pot he was shaping from clay was marred in his hands. So the potter formed it into another pot, shaping it as seemed best to him. Then the word of the Lord came to me, O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter does, declares the Lord. Like clay in the hand of the potter, so are you in my hand. You see, sometimes God will use things that are very simple in our lives to explain to us how much he loves and cares for us. By the time God was sending Jeremiah to the potter's house, Jeremiah had seen the nation of Israel crumble. He had seen the social order destroyed internally and externally. He had seen the spiritual fabric of his nation torn to shreds as Israel tried to balance between her military alliances and her allegiance to God. Jeremiah himself had seen turmoil in his life. He had seen pain. He had experienced turmoil in his own hand. He had been a source of derision. His family and friends had abandoned him. Jeremiah was so sensitive to the heart of his own life and his own people that history calls him the weeping prophet. And when Jeremiah could look for comfort and when he looked for bandages to bind him up, he's bind up his wounds. When he looked for ointment to soothe his wounds and when he could not find any, Jeremiah cried out, is there any balm in Gilead? Is there any physician there? And it was as a result of that, that Jeremiah had a conversation with God and God simply told him to go down to the potter's house. There you will find nobody else but the potter and the clay. And Jeremiah simply, the Bible records, when he went to the potter's house, he watched the potter, he watched the clay, he watched the potter shape the pot in his hands. But the record of Jeremiah 18 says, while the potter was shaping the clay in his hand, it's marred in its hand, it spoiled itself in his hand, it misshaped itself. And Jeremiah simply stood there and watched. You see, as Jeremiah stood there, nobody else understood the vessel like the potter. He sat there. Jeremiah simply just saw the shaping of the vessel, but nobody knew the vessel like the 
potter himself. The potter understood proportion and geometry. The, uh, the potter understood symmetry. The potter knew exactly the kind of vessel he wanted. But the Bible says that while he was in the process of trying to make it, to shape it in his, with his own hands, it spoiled itself in his hands. You see, my friends, this story is our story. We were created perfect by God. Originally, God intended us to walk with him and be in his presence permanently. But there came a time when sin came into this world. Uh, Romans 3.23 says, All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Because of that, we've been alienated from God. We were created perfect. We were created beings that God wanted to use effectively. But somehow, because of sin within us, it was we were corrupted. And so... Instead of the potter throwing away the piece of clay, instead of discarding it away like we would have done if we have a broken pot in our home, instead of throwing it away like we are in this society that we live in today where we discard everything and anything, the potters took that pot and shaped it into another vessel. That is a manifestation of God's love for us. God as the heavenly potter, has chosen instead of discarding us, he chose to send Jesus to come and die for you and me. When Jesus hung up on that cross, he was given up for you and he began the process of shaping you and I into another vessel. Today, he wants you to know that you're special to him. No matter where you are, no matter where you've been, no matter what has happened to you, I want you to know that you are safe in the hand of the heavenly potter. I want to invite you today to place yourself in his hand. Let him make you over. Let him start over with you again. Let him build your relationships again. Let him start you with with his relationship again. Let him lift you up one more time. Let him walk with you. You see, it is important that you stay in his hand. You see, God sees our faults and our failures. He sees when we are right and when we are wrong. But nonetheless, he will hold you in his hands. It was his hand that leads, led the man to the pool of Siloam. It was his hand that lifted the man at Bethesda pool and said, pick up your bed and walk. It was his hand that lifted Peter from the raging sea. Today, God's hand wants to lift you. He wants to lift you up and walk with you. He wants to lift you up and build you up again. He wants to lift you up and give you joy. He wants to lift you up so that you can find peace and you can be able to walk with him. I wanted to invite you this morning to come to the heavenly porter. I wanted to invite you this morning to come to Jesus. You see, at the cross, Jesus drew men and women to himself. Jesus continues to draw you and I. God, through Jesus, redeemed your life and my life from sin. So I want you to come today. I'm inviting you to walk with Jesus, to find peace in him. Let him mold you into the vessel that he wants. You see, Isaiah 48 verse 10 says, I have not shaped you as silver and gold, but I have tried you in the furnace of affliction. God wants to purify your character so that your character will become his character, so that you will reflect his character here on earth. May you find a blessing as you allow yourself to be molded into the clay that God can use. May he mold you into the vessel of honor. We, I would like to pray for you today. 
that you will find peace as you allow God's hand to be upon your life. Father, I want to pray for my friend today. May you touch him where he is. May you touch her where she is. May you walk with us through this valley today and begin to mold us and to shape us into the vessel that you would like us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. We have come to the end of our show for today. Please send us your views, comments, or questions about the program by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya, or email us through awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. I've been a host, friend, and presenter, Samuel Mang. Until then, stay safe, stay blessed. Mm-hmm.